Hey, what's up? It's Brian Lofermento with episode 132 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. And today's episode is a Strategy Wednesday episode where I'm going to tell you the number one mistake that service-based businesses make when it comes to picking up new clients. So if you have a service-based business, you provide a service for clients. And even if you are a product-based business, you're gonna learn a lot on today's episode because you can steal some of these ideas and inject it into your business. I'm gonna show you the number one mistake that service-based businesses make when it comes to onboarding new customers and clients. And I can tell you this because I made this mistake up front, so you're gonna get one of my most embarrassing entrepreneurial stories of all time. This is gonna be a good one. It's full of strategy, it's full of insights, and I'm gonna tell you exactly what a Disney executive taught me about how do you make your customers and clients happy. Ready for it? Let's do it. Alright, so first things first, and I'm grabbing my forehead as I say this, let me take you back to 2012 and give you, hands down, the most embarrassing story from my almost 10 years as an entrepreneur at this point. So back in 2012, I was 23 years old, and... My business partner and I, we were working full-time jobs, but we had already started talking about starting our business and going full-time with it, and it came to a point one day after work, we were meeting almost all the time after work, planning out our business, working on our website, creating business cards, doing all those things that newer entrepreneurs do that in hindsight you realize you don't actually have to do those things, but whatever, that's the things that we were doing until one day after work it hit us and we said, why don't we just walk into a random business, pitch our service to them, and see if they buy. I mean, that's really the only thing that's gonna move our business forward and get us closer to quitting our jobs is to actually go out and get a client. And we felt confident in what we were doing because, I mean, despite the fact that we were 23, we had put a lot of work in and we were knowledgeable about what exactly we were gonna do for companies. We had a really cool plan of attack, a really a really results-oriented plan of attack that when we walked into businesses, we said, hey, here's how we're gonna help them, here's how we're gonna serve them, here's the results that we're gonna deliver to them. So we were really confident in what it is that we were doing. And we spent a lot of time talking about our actual service. So my business partner and I, we spent hours and hours after work each day saying, okay, when we've got clients, here's the result we're gonna get them, and here's exactly what we're gonna do to get them those results. So we walked into this sandwich shop in my hometown, Marlboro, Massachusetts, for any of you that are curious about where I grew up. So we walked into this local sandwich shop and we said, hey, we'd like to speak to the owner. And this big Italian guy, who's much taller than us, looks down at us, these two 23-year-olds, and, and he looks right at me and he goes, what's up, I am the owner. And so in that moment, obviously, I felt the initial rush of, oh my gosh, what am I going to say to this guy? But either way, I went through my pitch. It was probably way more wordy than it needed to be, but it did the trick. And he looked at us and he had a smile on his face and he put his hand out and he said, I'm in. What's next? 
And that was the moment where I learned one of the biggest entrepreneurial lessons ever. And it's gonna sound so obvious to you, but then when I share what Disney does to avoid this mistake and actually make this an area of strength for them, you're gonna be like, wow, I need to think about that in my business. So this sandwich shop owner looks at us and says, what do I do next? And no joke, on the spot, my business partner and I stared at each other and we realized we didn't have an answer to that. We had no clue what the answer to that was. We hadn't thought about what was next for him. We only thought about what we had to do. We knew what we had to do from our part. We had to get access to his website host. We had to go onto his website and start doing search engine optimization analysis. We had to do a keyword analysis. There were all these things that we knew that we had to do, but I didn't know what to tell this guy that he had to do. So we scrambled and we said to him, uh, we're gonna email you our next steps. And so we went home and, and we asked ourselves, what do we do? How do we collect payment from him? What do we need from him? What can we give to him so that he understands what's expected and what the timeline is? We didn't have any of that stuff thought out. Now, because that experience happened to me, I am obsessed with what's called the onboarding process. So whenever you get a new client, they have to go through an onboarding process to get into your business. Now, for those of you who are thinking to yourself, well, Brian, what if I don't provide a service? What if I sell a product? Doesn't matter. Your customers have an onboarding process as well. And I'll talk about that. I'm going to talk about a Disney executive and his insights, what I learned from him, as well as the owner of one of the fastest growing t-shirt companies in the world. His name is Johnny Earl, and he's the CEO and founder of Johnny Cupcakes, which is a Boston-based business. So I'm going to tell you about those two stories separately. But you have to understand that in your business, when people pay you money, that kicks off the onboarding process. And you need to make them feel amazing about being your customer or client. So we're gonna talk about that. Because when the owner of that sandwich shop asked my business partner and I, what's next? We hadn't even thought about it. So let's dive into what I learned just a few months later. So fast forward a couple of months, my business partner and I, this is back in 2012, we were at a business conference down in Orlando, Florida, and one of the speakers at this conference was a big time VP from Disney. So obviously we were in Orlando, Florida. That's where Disney does all of its magic. It's known as the happiest place on earth. This VP was telling us about behind the scenes at Disney, how do they make it the happiest place on earth? And right away, he dropped a knowledge bomb on the thousand of us in, in attendance that sounds so simple but when I started implementing it in my businesses, it skyrocketed my results. It increased the amount of money I made from each customer, it increased my referrals, it increased my reputation within my industry, it helped my business explode. So he got on stage and he said, raise your hand if you've ever done a workflow or you've ever listed out the process of what has to happen when you get a new customer or client. And my business partner and I, we were so happy because we were just like, well, 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 we have done that now because we learned it the hard way that you need to map that out. So we knew exactly what had to happen when we got a new client. But then he said, rip it up. Who cares about what you have to do when you get a new customer or client? At Disney, we don't map things out according to what we have to do. 
we map them things out according to what the customer experiences. And so he talked about how Disney approaches everything from the customer's perspective. So when the customer books a Disney hotel, what happens on the customer's side? Not what happens on the business's side. Not, okay, we have to then reserve a room for them. We need to have the maid go to the room at this time. We need to have the front desk be aware of these food allergies and have the front desk be aware of this anniversary that they're celebrating or birthday that they're celebrating. They don't care about it from the business's perspective. They map out their entire process, their entire onboarding process from the customer's perspective. So they say, okay, the customer books a hotel room on this website. Three days later, this little Mickey Mouse character or stuffed animal shows up in the mail. Then the day they check in, they go to the check-in desk and they find a piece of chocolate waiting for them. They go up to their room and they find this on their bed. They go out at the end of the day with their kids. They go to Magic Kingdom and they come back and their kids' stuffed animals are tucked into bed. That's a true fact. That's one of the things that Disney does. But they only came up with that because they mapped everything out from the customer's perspective. They asked themselves, if I was the customer staying at this hotel, what will make my experience incredible? They map out every single step of the way from the customer's perspective. Now, one of my good entrepreneurial friends, her name is Rachel Gogos. You've already heard an interview that I did with her on this podcast before. She is the founder of Brand ID, and she's a personal branding expert. And so Rachel's really amazing. She was episode 111 of this podcast, Building a Personal Brand with Rachel Gogos. And Rachel calls this stuff delight marketing. She calls it delight marketing. It's the little things that you can do that enhance your brand that delight your customers and clients. And that's what the VP of Disney talked about that day. When you map it out from the customer's perspective, you're going to think of things that you wouldn't have thought of because you put yourself in their shoes and you say, wow, what would be so cool and so memorable if this company did that for me? And once you've mapped it out from their perspective, then you can map it out from your own perspective and say, okay, what needs to happen logistically to make these things happen for the customer? So it's so important when you have an onboarding experience that you map it out from the customer or client's perspective. They are the ones that matter. Make it delight them. Make it surprise them. Make it memorable for them. If you have a service-based business, you need to do this up front. It's going to separate you from everybody else in your industry. It's going to increase your client retention rate. It's going to increase your word-of-mouth referrals. It's going to do amazing things for your business. So map it out from your client's perspective. That onboarding process is so key. When a client purchases from me, here's exactly what they experience. That same day, this happens. The next day, this happens. A week later, this shows up in the mail. Surprise them at every single point and make their life as easy and enjoyable as possible. So my business partner and I, we ended up nailing our onboarding experience thanks to this VP at Disney. We went home after learning about that and we really mapped it out. 
we asked ourselves, okay, when someone buys a new website for uh, from us, how cool would it be if we already had crawled their entire existing website and said, hey, here's all your existing pages, print it out. Here's a booklet of your old website and what our view for your new website is. Go through and make the changes. Just use a pen and paper and give it back to us. We'll come back in two days. We had all of their existing content mapped out, printed out, laid out for them to easily make changes and get the ball rolling. No waiting. It was showing that we were really prepared. And from their perspective, they just immediately got something tangible in their hands. So we mapped it out from their perspective because we knew that without that sort of tangibility, without that preparation, without that part of the customer experience, they'd shell out a big check to us and then nothing would happen. Then we have to set up conference calls. That's not an enjoyable experience for them. So we really started to map things out from the customer's perspective. Now, even if you have a product-based business, look at Johnny Cupcakes. It's one of the fastest growing t-shirt companies in the world. It's a Boston-based company. I met Johnny Earl, the CEO. He spoke at my college. I had a chance to speak with him for a few minutes after his TEDx talk. And Johnny Earl is the king of delight marketing. And he thinks about the customer journey at every part of the sales experience. When they go to our website, what do they experience? When they place their order, what do they experience? When they open the box, what do they experience? So Johnny Cupcakes is famous. If you search them on Twitter, they're famous for doing the most incredible things for their customers. If you buy a shirt from Johnny Cupcakes and it arrives at your doorstep and you open it, there's gonna be something random in there. There might be a Snickers bar, there might be a $20 bill, there might be a pair of sunglasses in there. There might be a tissue. There could be anything completely random. You never know what it's going to be. Why do they do that? Because it's part of the customer experience. People buy from Johnny Cupcakes, first of all, because the products are really cool, but second of all, because it is an experience. Johnny Earl puts a lot of thought into that, and that's what's made his t-shirt company a multi-million dollar business. It's really cool. He runs a family-based business. His mom works for him. His dad works for him. He's got just a few other employees. But together as a team, they generate millions of dollars in sales a year. And they've got some of the coolest storefronts across the world in Boston, New York City, London, all across the world just because they excel at mapping out their buying experience from their customer's perspective. So this Strategy Wednesday episode is all about your onboarding experience. Map it out from your customer or client's experience. When people buy my courses, I always surprise them. I intentionally get their address for a reason because I'm going to send them something special completely unexpectedly in the mail. I remember when I first started selling online courses, I felt really detached from my students and from my clients because at that time, I wasn't doing video calls with them, I wasn't doing group calls, I wasn't doing one-on-one -on -one calls, so I felt detached from them. So I started engaging with them a bit more over email. And I'll never forget this one guy, he bought one of my courses for $297 and he emailed me saying how impactful the course was in his life and how it helped him start his business. And in that email, he told me the coolest thing about my business is I get to take my daughter to the movies. And so I, I'll be honest with you. I creeped this guy. I stalked this guy on the internet. 
found his Facebook, found out what hometown he lives in, found his address online, and I looked up what his local movie theater was. And I bought a $25 gift card to that movie theater, and I mailed it to this guy. He had no clue that I was going to do that. But it's part of the customer's experience. And that made all the difference. That guy went on to buy two other products from me, probably made over $1,000 just from that one guy from buying a little tiny gift card. It's so important. This is my invitation to you today. This should be a core part of your business strategy. Sit down and ask yourself, from the time prospective customers or customers or clients even make an initial impact with me or communication with me, what is their experience? What do they experience when they buy, when they work with me, when they find me online? What is their initial experience all the way through their journey of knowing you? Map out your processes, your workflows, map out everything from the customer's perspective. That's what I've got for you here today. I'll see you this Friday with another episode of the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.